What movie is that from? Uh, Toy Story. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's your strange, strange sad little man. Yes, yeah, I remember. Yeah. And that was that was Woody talking Buzz to Buzz. To, no, vice versa. Buzz talking, Buzz to, talking Woody. to Woody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Slurp, slurp. A very wet slurp of coffee. Mm-hmm. All right. Welcome to the Bite Me Podcast. How y'all doing? Episode 111. My name is Adam West. All y'all. All y'all. Cliff. All y'all. The Dylan. Yeah. The Dylan. Back uh, at it. Right? Welcome to the show. Hope everybody had a good new year. I was in here last week, so sorry. We missed you. It's fine. But the A team I mean, has not like I wasn't coming back. It's mostly just because I hate having to show run and talk. Like I don't edit. know. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I'm back, and now you're off the hook. It sounds so much better. Did you remember to uh, name the patrons the the producer level patrons? So yeah. Okay, we did do that. What else? Uh, I, I mentioned some extra life stuff. I mentioned. Some, oh, you hit all the hot spots. Yeah, you're good. The, the, we did the things. The things. What about the stuff? I, I, all, uh, all the stuff. Hard to say. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, we talk about video games here at this little show. Thanks for uh, joining us this week. Like I said, hope you're having a good New Year. Um, I've got an appointment to get to, so I'm just going to get into it. We've got some news to talk about that involve numbers, some Resident Evil Two stuff, a new VR headset, uh, number on uh, ownership numbers. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Uh, plus, The Division 2 is coming, and an uh, interesting way of selling it. Yeah. Because they they're, they're not going one way, <laughs> even though they were ready to, evidently. Yeah. yeah so. or, or more probably have. They went, well... So they went one way and sold some stuff, and now they're going another way. Oh, I didn't know they'd already start. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, wow. um, plus, one of my favorite games of last year, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, introduces uh, some new content, and I'm just going to say it, a new enemy scaling system, and I am so excited to... Because I took a, some time off from the games, and I'm excited to get back into it and check that out. Good, so good, we'll talk good. about that. But first, we talk about what we are playing. I am not playing anything right now. It has literally been... Two solid weeks of what? A video game desert. Basically. It's terrible. Basically. It's okay. I occasionally play Wordscapes on my phone when I'm in a bathroom. <laughs> As one does. That's what you do. Yeah. That's, that's what I've been doing. That's where I do most of my Twittering. But, oh, my goodness. Oh. No. <laughs> I totally thought of another thing we could call it, but I can't say it. No, 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 no. Um, what are you playing? I am. I just finished the main game of Red Dead Redemption Two. Okay, so I still have the epilogue to go on. Um, we spoilers. Uh, no, I'm not going to spoil anything. We are going to do a spoiler cast, probably recorded. I'm going to guess early, maybe this weekend, early next week. Sometime we haven't scheduled it yet. I'm ready. Do it. I Dylan you. and I and my brother Colby are going to do a probably hour and a half on Red Dead Redemption um, because it is. It's a Ooh, lot. My God, it's, it's so good. Um, the ending of that game is a lot. a lot. It's. Uh, Are you okay? Uh, um, it's a lot. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, like, like Dylan. When Dylan beat it, there he's like, like we're playing this game, and it made my wife cry. And Aww. I'm like, I'm like, huh, okay. And then I played the end of the game. I'm like, oh, did you cry too? Um, not quite, but Aww. like, I mean, it's all the feels. It's. That game is maybe the best written game I've ever played. Um, the story is so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, it's so good. Anyway, Red Dead's real good. You should go play it, everyone. We'll probably talk about that more later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else you're playing? 
Or was that uh, it? That's, because, I mean, that's, did that leave well, you any time to do anything other than, not, like, occasionally also, sleep? I didn't have power for a lot of the weekend. It's been a really so, weird week. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I didn't have power for, like, 48 hours, which sucks so much more than you think it would. <laughs> well, it's funny because our lives every day get more and more dependent on power. Mm-hmm. So when it's a lot harder to exist without it, I think, because there was a time where, like, I enjoyed having power outages, but now you're like, what? Right. Like, literally... <clears throat> The the funny thing about it is is you so quickly forget what requires power too. Like we were sitting, cause I, I'm leaving my dog at home while I'm in a hotel, and my wife's like, oh, "Wait, wait, why don't we just go home and we'll watch a movie for a little bit, like on one of the iPads, um, and then like hang out with the dog?" I'm like, "How?" She's like, "Just on the iPad, like they're battery powered." I'm like. But where are you going to get this movie? She's like, we can stream. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. You just don't think about it. Because we had it at our house. Because we don't live. We all three live in a pretty close proximity yeah, to each other. Yeah, four yeah, miles three probably. miles maybe. Yeah. Um, I didn't have power. And I had basic cell service. I didn't have any data. I've heard that. Like, But my like, cell was fine the entire time. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't even have that. And so. your power never went out. That. Our power never went out. But, man, we stayed up that night because we got back home late. For I don't remember what we were doing. We were hanging out at a friend's oh, house you're doing, after dinner. Oh, weren't you doing like a magic thing? And that was the ne- that was the following day. Oh, so. Okay. And in lieu of playing video games, I stayed up really late and just watched the storm because, like, people pro- uh, over the U.S. probably have way cooler thunderstorms yeah. than we do. Like, we don't get them <laughs> <They> often. Do. <laughs> well, I mean, they um, do, but when they happen here, they're so unique. They're spectacular. Yeah, it was pretty cool and. Um, I mean, multiple lightning strikes, and like, I assume some of it was hitting transformers. We because blew twenty substations. There was huge, like turquoise lights just filling yeah. up the entire Crazy. sky, and the winds got up to seventy miles an hour. So the tree, we were like right outside because like the whole wall is just windows and sliding glass doors. So it's basically like we had, like laying on the couch, like watching a movie theater of a storm, yeah. and the tree's right. going like, <laughs> side to people, side. People are like, well, I don't understand why everyone's out of power. I'm like. Because it's been raining for three weeks, trees just literally get ripped out of the ground, including their yeah. roots. Like mm-hmm. it's the it's not trees breaking; it's trees getting yeah. just ripped Removed out of the ground. the ground. It's crazy. And I woke up the next morning and made breakfast for everyone because my buddy stayed. Because there's no way I was going to let him drive home, really. Because right. like the whole drive, it would have been like you're literally going to go down a tree that I guarantee, or a hill where I guarantee a tree has fallen yeah. over, right. and I don't want that tree to fall on you. Like driving um, in that would probably be like. Driving a car in Mario Kart yeah. on the Super Nintendo mm-hmm. right. in real life. Um, and yes, a tree had fallen over on that very hill the next day because I, I left to get some. I didn't have enough eggs for everyone for breakfast. So I was like, I'll run to the store real quick. So I go to the nearest store and it was closed for no power. So I started going down the hill to the other one and it was a detour because the tree was <laughs> over the hill. So I take a right and it directs you to the worst intersection in existence that can't even efficiently move traffic on a normal day, mm-hmm. let alone a day when you have to like reroute out all this traffic, traffic through a seven-way weird light intersection. Right. Finally get to the other store, go back up the hill, and like literally all the streets are just covered right. in brambles. They so, still are. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. Um, They're moving yeah. them finally. It's a mess. Um, so aside from that, that game, <laughs> that game, what um, else did you play? I didn't play a lot of games either. I played a little Smash Bros. Still, like I've had a, been like having a lot of people over um, through the weekend and with the weird. I mean, it's just been kind of a weird time, but. Um, I'm I'll do it. Friends. I'll do a shout out to um, a board game we played last night, which Ooh. we're definitely all going to play pretty mm-hmm. soon. I was telling Cliff about it a little earlier, and this kind of piggybacks on. We were talking about um, this a little bit 
on our last show when we got down the board game rabbit hole with like magic and using electronic devices um, to like um, facilitate games and stuff. But Mansions of Madness, it's a game that's been out for a while. I've had it on my shelf and I never really got a chance to play it. I'm very excited about it because I, I really like the, the Cthulhu mythos, like insanity, crazy monsters. Like it's just a massive fun, amounts of racism. It's, it's a, it's, it's an interesting um, just narrative, story, mm-hmm. whatever, um, lore. Um, but this game is – it's a – you're exploring a mansion, obviously, and you're trying to investigate something and things will happen, uh, <laughs> basically. Um, yeah, there's – different scenarios it's it's not a competitive game it is a completely cooperative game where you are all working together to try to do something um but the game in lieu of a game master has a cool fancy ipad application that narrates the game and tells you what to do and the cool part is because i'm downstairs in this fancy house that my brother has i airplayed to the tv so it played through the surround sound and all the music in the backgrounds like spooky music right but then when you trigger events like going into a new room dun, dun, like dun. yeah exactly you hear the door <laughs> you hear the door swing open and you hear a ghost weeping because there's a, a a female ghost weeping in the room right and then i and then i'm kind of taking the role of the game master because there is some narration parts to read and i read those parts as the thing happen and it leads you through this game so you have to like explore rooms and and take strength checks to like open a cabinet that's locked or whatever it is and it's just it's a really cool experience but the game allow like because it runs through an application it's not exactly by the book so when you interact with something it's not 100 percent time the same so each time you try to attack the same monster it doesn't go the same you don't just roll dice and do damage it's saying this time when you attack you check on agility because you're trying to find a weak point or you're just trying to overpower it so you're taking a strength check this time so it's it's not always rolling strength. It's not always rolling agility. It's not always going to do the same amount of damage. There's always something different it can do. And that means sometimes it doesn't go as well for you as it, it might have before. Um, and it's very interesting, but it also allows times where you just have to say, roll this many dice and how many successes you get. Because it basically is you either get a success or a not or a little clue icon. And a clue icon allows you to expend a clue resource to turn that into a success. So it'll say, how many successes did you roll? You put in a number, and based on what number you put in, so you don't know how many you actually need. Um, so there's times like that where if, if you had a manual and someone had to lead you through it, like you would already kind of know the outcome, but because it can, it can retain some of that mystery in the app. So right. you don't really know when monsters are going to appear. You don't really know what these scenarios lead to, and there's a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of different scenarios through the expansions they've done. And because it's an iPad app, they can literally program a new expansion and just give you an in-app purchase yeah. five dollars that's a awesome new scenario and the scenarios play anywhere from 90 minutes to like three hours what? on the longer end of the longer ones we should so, we should all get together and play this and mm-hmm. live stream it and oh absolutely I'm so down but for that i had five people to varying degrees of board gamership like i love board games i have a board friend who's kind of just kind of dipped his toes into board gaming and he was probably one of the most excited about it just because it was a very involved game where you got this cool story and it's just it's so much fun and because it is cooperative too i think that that lends itself to being a pleasant experience for everyone um trying to work together not 
going insane or whatever it is. Right. Um, so Very cool. What's actually, the game called again? Mansions of Badness. Um, I'm running another game tonight because we liked it yesterday nice. so much. So we're going to do it again. So the next chance we get, we can all, we'll get a play group and. I'm um, super into that. And do it. That sounds so. a lot of fun. Cool. All right. Well, there is that. If we're not playing games that you think we should be playing, please let us know. Uh, drop a note in our Discord. We'll ignore you. Well, I will because I'm a dick. But uh, no, I'm, I'm just I kidding. I saw you in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm popping in more and more. Yeah, nice. yeah. More and more free time-ish. Yeah, I was there once in two weeks, which that was, that was my free time. That was good enough. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, all right. So if uh, you missed that part earlier, I was talking about our patrons. We have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bite me podcast. A number of different levels of patronage starting as, as, starting as low as a dollar a month. And uh, all the way up to a producer level, no matter what level you choose, you will get um, early access to all of our shows, access to our special shows, and some swag and stuff. But if you're a producer, we talk about you right meow. So, first up, Alan Schulte. Hello. He's been in the Discord a lot. It's been nice. Uh, And then Mr. Austin Palmer. Hmm. Uh, Jack Irish, he has also been in the Discord a lot. It's always it's always a pleasure to talk to him at the middle of the night hour. Right. <laughs> is his icon right now like some dude, the dude from Red Dead? I think so. Because I was looking at that, I was like, because I'm because I'm like on Facebook, I'm on there all the time, and I'm used to seeing profile pictures that are their actual you know human face, and I was like looking at it really slow. I'm like really close. I'm like, is that what he looks like? <laughs> I'm like, no, that's Red Dead, dude. <laughs> He's a funny. rugged man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Jacob Frank. Uh, Joe Cole Jr., our friend Joe, uh, Kevin Schold, Tom McDermott, and, of course, Vinny Champa. McDermott the Frog. <laughs> Vinny got an amazing Halo 3, like, helmet, helmet? today. Like, it, like, you know, if you bought the, like, collector's edition of Halo 3 back in the day, you could get this cool helmet with yeah. it. He got one off of, like, Craigslist today. Oh, wow. It's dope. Cool. Kind of like the, like it was uh, brand new too. Yeah, I assume yeah. anyone did. People don't just throw those in their closets. So yeah, I assume it looks it was real taken cool. care of. But very nice. Well, thank you guys for your support and everybody else who's a patron. Like I said, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Go ahead and sign up. And yeah, and also if you're listening to us on iTunes, like us, rate us, review us, subscribe to us. And yeah, that way you'll always love us. Love us. We just want your attention. That's what we're doing. Send us gifts and emojis. <laughs> just emojis. I don't need gifts. Do we need gifts? How about gifts? gifts? I mean, gifts. Oh, gifts. gifts. I thought you said gifts. gifts. No, no, I, mean I don't gifts. want your stuff. When are we going to get some fan art? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Joe's done a ton of fan Actually, stuff, like yeah. a ton he, of artwork for oh, us. Yeah. He really does hook us up. Yeah, That's true. Stuff, too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I guess I'm thinking more along the lines of like, you remember envelope art from like EGM and all yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day? To me, I think Joe's kind of like MacGyver. Right, the dude can do everything. Like, Kind of like, I'm pretty sure they based the character off of him. just kind of do anything. Like... You might not ever ask him for something, but if you were to ask him to do something, like he'd probably be the one to ask. Right. Like, (laughs) so I don't know if that's true or anything, but it it seems like it seems that. Or he's really highlighting his strengths. I don't know. (laughs) Right. Well, he reminds me of uh, some friends of mine down in Portland when I was running karaoke. One year, for they came over Christmas, they're like, "Hey, Adam, what kind of cheesecake do you want?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, "We're gonna make you a cheesecake," and I literally was just like. I want a peanut butter and something something cheesecake with an Oreo crust and blah blah blah. And they're like, okay. And literally the Went next day, yeah, I got this giant cheesecake. Yeah, it was amazing. So yeah, um, you ask and you shall receive. Yup. All right, let's get through this so we can get to our uh, discussion about our games of the year. Got let's you. do it. We have a lot of this to talk about. News. That's the one. Ooh. 
Your voice cracked. Slightly. It's He's really going through puberty. It's really dry in here. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's rough. It's like, for living in a climate that's as wet as it's been, I got a nosebleed last night. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I sneezed blood earlier. <laughs> I was, Is that a superpower? I don't. I don't know. It like, could be. You just get in the car to go to work and you sneeze and blood comes out. I guarantee like, you, cool. if you sneeze blood on anybody, Anyone. they will go screaming like in the other direction. They can shoot blood from their eyes. Well, it was myself. That's the thing. Blood or milk? Blood. Where people can like they inhale no, no, milk. No, no, and they, no, 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 no. That's so. That's I, it's a lizard. So I don't know. Oh, I, I thought you said a human. I'm like, no, I said it's a lizard. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that part. I'm just picturing you know <laughs> a wizard. Picturing Lisa from accounting no, walking no, down no, the hall no. going, hello, squirt. <laughs> when you said, I think maybe I said it was puberty. All I can think about is uh, everyone needs to go see the new Spider-Man movie. Oh, so good. So bad. It's so, it's so we good. We did all go we see all that in Sonic Link video games. It's amazing. That's Just true. Go watch that movie. <laughs> it's so good. It's so it was good. pretty good. Mm. Um, all right. So let's get into it. Some numbers about the new play, or not the new, but new PlayStation 4 sales numbers are out. Let's talk about it. 91.6 million. That's a lot. That's almost as many copies as Red Dead Redemption. Red, 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 no, not Grand, Grand Theft, Theft Auto, Auto 5. 5. Oh, dang. <laughs> wow. That was good. Like, it was, it, the lead up I was bad. I had no bad. idea where you were going. The lead up was really bad, but that, that, well, you came started together. saying it in my head. I'm like, he's wrong. He's wrong. He's wrong. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the other one they did. And it's I remembered what the name was right at the same time. good. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, 91.6 million PlayStation 4s. That's a lot of hardware. Like, a lot of hardware. And they sold over 50 million PS4 games just this holiday yeah. season. They're up to what? 800, 900. And 76 million yeah. PS4 games. Almost 900 million ps4 games now do you think that they're gonna crack a billion a billion you think no because that would they might i mean a million million, yeah no wait games 876 million yeah do you Um, think they can crack a billion billion games okay so yes do you think they could crack a billion games before the ps4's production cycle ends or before the or 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 not production cycle, but before the PS5 is released or before the production cycle ends? I I think that, yes, lifetime they may be able to hit that. Okay. Um, you've probably got... A, I think the new game... Well, because I think the new consoles will be announced this year to come out next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll still be... I mean, the reality is, is that means that everyone who has one has to buy like one and a half games. Like, you've got to think that oh, that's yeah. something that's that basically is, is pretty doable. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's that. Um, Marvel Spider-Man was uh, PlayStation's fastest-selling exclusive of all time. It sold over nine million u- units as of that's pretty Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's really really impressive. Mm. So that's that outsold uh, God of the God of War. God of the it, War. God of the Wars. How popular Spider-Man is? Because I th- that has a lot to do with Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man is obviously very popular it's just like spider-man was never my favorite character like i really never cared much about spider-man so it's interesting that so many people it seems like he's probably one of the most relatable i think the thing that that might be it i think the thing that's interesting about that sales figure to me though is not that it sold that many it's that like god of war came out and everyone was talking about god of war and everyone's still talking about god of war now and Mm -hmm. spider-man to me like came out really big but then everyone was like, oh, yeah, kind of just, and then it kind of went away. Mm. And then the DLC for it has not been very good. Yeah. It's been solid. Like, it's it's getting solid sevens and eights. Yeah, like, it's but not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that game came out and it was like, oh, my gosh. Or yeah. two hits and a, and a miss, I think yeah. is what I heard on kind of. Yeah, like, the DLC is good but not great. But it's surprising to me that game sold that many copies off of just kind of its original push. Because mm. it, it seemed to kind of die down a little bit after that. 
I don't know. It's a game I got to wait to go on sale. I need to try it again. It's good. I don't. Did I get the? No, I got the digital version. Yeah. I can't wait until or if they'll ever introduce digital game sharing. Sharing, yeah, that'd be great, huh? Like I really do. Yeah. Like I mean, what? Why can't you just be like, oh, you want to borrow your friend's game? Here, five yeah. bucks, right? And then you can borrow it. Yeah. Why not? That'd be cool. I mean, that's something. <sighs> anyway, okay. Uh, next Resident Evil 2 demo is coming this week. What is it, like a 30-minute demo I think they're going to be uh, yeah. releasing? And it's kind of cool that that's literally how it works. So I think, And I think you can only play it once. Um, you, I think you that's kind of what they did with Resident Evil 7. Yeah. They, let you, they had a demo for it that allowed you just to play for an, uh, a half an hour amount of time. and then you're done. I, uh, I'm, so this starts, uh, when soon, January 11th. So, so that's Friday, Friday. Um, and then goes through the end of this month, the 31st. I think I might grab that. I'm not a big resident evil guy, but I think that it might be a fun thing to live stream like a half hour of RE2. Yeah. And everybody's talking about how great this remake is. Yeah. So it's not really my jam, but I could, I could do 30 minutes of resident evil. That sounds kind of fun. I'm excited. Yeah, you're gonna blow Go some survival zombies. horror. <laughs> well, we're, was it you and I that were talking about how the survival horror genre is kind of like? Yeah, it's like it just doesn't. There, there's <laughs> games now and then, like yeah. But other than like Outlast, I don't think there's been another franchise that's really popped up in a long time. Right. No, I think it's more there are companies that specialize in it. Um, like the dudes who made Layers of Fear made that an Observer, yeah. and then there's like the. Um, but so no, I've not played f- Layers of Fear. Is that a survival horror, or no, is that it's, more it's a narrative horror? horror. It's yeah. psychological yeah. horror. Um, but then there there are people that make like the the Somas, and the, the people that made Soma also made um, the two horror games they made before Soma. Oh that yeah, I can't you remember know. the name of. Um, yeah. and, and then, you know, those, the folks that made amnesia yeah. and that kind right. of stuff. Like, I think there are more companies that make survival and psychological horror games rather than a, just a ton of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I kind of wonder if that's a, a genre with, I don't want to say limited appeal, but I wonder if it's, it does have a niche audience. I think yeah. just like horror movies yeah. do. Like yeah. they, they, they do have a mass appeal, but I think it, I, at its core, it is a core audience. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, or maybe a core audience of people willing to spend sixty dollars on one. Right. Um, so I saw this pop up in a bunch of news places last week. The Humble Store is now selling Switch and 3DS games. Yeah. It, so are they selling them digitally, or are they selling actual physical copies? They're selling selling them digitally. Okay. Um, and it's kind of a limited number. It's about forty games, I want to say okay. overall. Um, but if you're a humble Probably a humble bundle person or a, a frequent humble purchaser. Watch your email because I got a five dollar coupon good for any Nintendo game in the humble store. Now, so, are the humble store prices retail? They're retail prices. Retail. Oh, but but I kind of wonder if this does give them the flexibility to run sales of it, or if you'll start to see Nintendo games in humble bundles. Right. Like they've right. done it before. There's been a. I got a Wii U humble bundle. Yeah, and I, I loved it. I got it. To, I think that's actually where I got the first Steam World Dig was in a Nintendo humble bundle. Um, so, you know, I think that's kind of cool. Um, you will be able to do things like use store credit to pay for right. stuff there. Um, and like, if you go to bitemepodcast.com slash humble, um, <laughs> uh, I haven't put it up yet, but you'll actually, will be able to get, um, a commission off of those games too. Yeah. So, that'd be super cool. Yeah. Um, and that's like, as of now. Yeah. It's up already. Yeah. It's up as a that's couple That's really cool. Ago, so. Um, yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Ocarina of Time 3D. Obviously these are both Switch and 3DS yeah. games. That's I really wish cool. they had a little bit more in the way of, um, 
like indie Nintendo stuff up there. Right. Um, mostly just because I, I find navigating the that digital storefront is, is terrible. I would love to be able to buy my my indie games via Humble as opposed to having to actually do it via Nintendo. That'd be really cool. And yeah, hopefully we'll start seeing some more Nintendo stuff in the Humble bundles. Yep. All right, there is that. So PC VR head uh, headset ownership more than doubled in the last year. Yeah, twenty eighteen, and it's that's a very like that's a very clickbaity headline because I think it went from like point, twelve to twenty five. No, like point four percent of people that have a Steam account had a VR headset, and it doubled to point eight percent. And so that means about 720,000 people have um, either a Vive or um, an Oculus. But the reason I think that's cool is that I think it, first of all, shows that lowering the price on VR actually makes an impact. Um, But that also, like VR, every once in a while you'll kind of hear that, oh, VR is dead. And I don't think VR is dead. I just think that there's kind of like a chicken egg problem where game developers are you don't want to develop games for people 720,000 people yeah, right you know and so either it has to i think that's why you see a lot of kind of experience things as opposed to full games because you know yeah maybe we're willing to dedicate a month or two to right. doing that but until there's a bigger user base right. we really have to, to s- do more. you still have to sell the technology and get yeah. it out there first but it's hard to do that with but i like to see that that's growing and i mean i think the uh, PlayStation VR is almost double that number. I think it's like 1.5, 1.6 million headsets. So, you know, altogether, there's, you know, two or three million headsets out there in the wild, um, which is pretty good. And, I mean, I can't speak highly enough of VR. And I know you've got the, the PSVR. Yeah. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. really fun. Super, super fun. Um, I think that it's, you know, we just have to kind of wait for the, the technology to get better. Um mm-hmm. The Ocula, or I'm sorry, the Vive actually has a wireless adapter now that you can get. So mm, you can I saw go that. Totally wireless, which is cool. I think just waiting for those small kind of quality and life mm-hmm. improvements is just going to make VR better. But man, if you can, if you've never played one and you you can find a way to do it, do it because it's oh, it's so cool. Absolutely. So cool. Um. So up next, the Division Two, which I'm really looking forward to. Same. That's the March thing. Fifteenth. Is it that soon? Yeah, I think so. Oh man, like because I know I'm going to get that game. And my life will be over for about 60 to 90 days. We're going to have to, like, coordinate our purchasing so we all get it on the same platform. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm getting Xbox One X all the way. Done. All the way. Everybody else Period. do that, too. Um, yeah, March 15th. Yeah, so when that is released, if you're planning on playing it on the PC, well, you can't get it on Steam. <laughs> Unless anymore. you've already pre-purchased it. Exactly. In which which I find you is, can. <laughs> which is so weird. I yeah. didn't realize that that had already been like a pre-order kind of thing on Steam. Yeah. And now it's gone. Yes. But you can only get it on the Epic Game Storefront. Yeah, and so we've talked about this a little <laughs> bit in the past where we really suspected that just because the Epic Game Store has such a better share with... Uh, <laughs> Folks, I mean, a game like The Division 2 could sell, a, you know, million a million or two copies, copies on PC, uh-huh. um, you know, and if you had the choice to take 30% of that or you know, or give 30% of that to your storefront or give 12% of that to your storefront, I think every company in the world would prefer to take save 18% yeah. of, you know, millions of copies. You think? Um, and so, yeah, they, they've pulled it. I, and this article that we're pulling from, this is from VG247.com. Um, doesn't say this specifically. They kind of go in and say that, hey, and I think Ubisoft is looking into, you know, further partnerships in the future. But I've seen a couple other places that are just flat out saying that 
Ubisoft is pulling all of their stuff off Steam and is going to only use Epic as their their storefront going forward. So wow, like this this stuff could get real, real interesting, really, really soon. Yeah, real, real. Yeah, yeah. So huh. I don't know. We'll see. That's I mean, cool. You know, and I, we were talking about this today in the Discord, and and Vinny was like, "Who cares anymore?" Like, you know, everyone was like, everyone gets all uppity, uppity, up about this at first, but it doesn't really matter as long as you can find a way to get yeah, the games you want. Buy your games. Cares. Either, you know, you have two launchers, whatever, or you set up Steam to launch all your games, whatever, or, I don't know, you go, like, way old school and hit the start menu <laughs> to launch your game, you know, like, it's all it's, fine the, it's all the same. So. I just think it's silly when I, like, open Steam and I open Rainbow Six and it opens Uplay and then it opens Rainbow Six. Like, that's the only thing and that this is probably This will probably be the same thing. Yeah, it's just, so. like, that's stupid, but whatever. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like, whatever. It's all... Um, so yeah, so on March 15th, you can look for the division two on all the platforms. Just make the good decision and buy it on the Xbox. Yeah. The way to just do, do it. it. And then you can play with me. I'm really, it's going to be really cool though in Washington DC. game's so good. Done. Oh. All right. I got lost in my tabs. Where are we at? Yeah, okay. We are talking about Assassin's Creed oh, Odyssey. Yeah. So I read about this earlier. Did you just put this in I today? Did. Yeah. Okay. You told me about it. So I'm really excited about this. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is finally letting you adjust the auto leveling enemies, which I understand the whole auto scaling thing. Like, I get it. But at the same time, a uh, dude from Game Scoop, I can't remember his name, but I agree with him too. It's like, if I'm going to bust my ass and upgrade my gear and gain all this experience and level, level, level so I can be stronger and stronger and stronger, if you're just going to make them stronger along yeah. with me, What's leave it alone. Yeah. Right. That's either, the point. Either, you're supposed either to Either don't worry about yeah. leveling your gear or like take out that system if everyone's just going to level with me because right. who cares? Well, that's the thing. Like it doesn't matter about whether or not you're going to level your gear because yeah. as soon as you go up a level, yeah, they go up a level. Yeah, it does, yeah. so you don't have a choice. That's Ugh. the one thing that kind of annoys me about this game and um like the division is like because you're fighting humans too. Like oh, it yeah, really doesn't so help spongy. your case. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it just feels and looks silly. Like when you start hacking people with swords over and over, it's like that's kind of why I like the original Assassin's Creed. It's because like you tracked down this guy and you literally stabbed him and that was it. Like yep. that had an appeal to it. And because you're not fighting big monsters that literally could take all that punishment, like it does. It seems silly to scale yeah. like humans to be just able to withstand more damage. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, the first division it's, game. Ooh. Yeah, there's some times where I'm just like, I love this game, but it's like this feels dumb. Well, either that, <laughs> or you need to come up with a in-game reason as to why you why? know there's some sort of mutation, there's some sort of you know right. these people some, are yeah, on PCP, like you're gonna kill them eventually, but right. they're gonna keep coming at you until <laughs> some you know. regeneration virus. Yeah, like I don't care, like I don't care, just explain it. Yeah, because there's no way. Anyway, uh, well, this update comes out tomorrow. Uh, that's tomorrow. And so, yeah, in the update, the, the scaling is going to consist of heavy, which uh, means all the enemies are going to stay at your level. That's essentially what it is right now. Mm, no, because you can go a level or two above enemies. That's the, they'll stay uh, maybe around your level, around your level. So normal um, is. Oh, no, no I'm sorry. Heavy. Difficulty. Yeah. Heavy. Heavy is um, that's going to. That's what the default is now, I think, right? Well, it says normal. It's no change in difficulty settings. Hmm. So, so maybe heavy is that they're always going to be, they'll immediately rank up as yeah, quickly as you do. I believe that. Normal is they're going to be within a level or two of you, um, Above. but probably pretty close. Right. And then light content's about two levels below. Yeah. And then very light, which I'm going to do, yep. about four levels below, because I want to get through and kill these people so I can get to the end of the story. Yeah. I... Uh, I've always thought that 
at least at least in Origins, and so not Odyssey, but in Origins, it felt like things scaled a little too hard for me. It felt like I had to do a lot of side questing to stay with the main story, and I did not particularly care for that. Yeah, but so. thankfully with the side questing in, but the side questing in both games is so good. It's actually really good. I don't know. I got kind of bored with well, going in and stealthing around the same place over and over and over again. Well, yeah. silly. Whatever. All right. Well, there is all your news that is news. This week. All your news that's fit to news. Fit to news. So this week, in lieu of the questions, right? Yep. Okay, just making sure. We're going to speak to our games of the year that ended like two weeks ago. Yeah, that's all right, though. All right, so yeah. let's, um, how do we want to do this, shall um, we? I don't think we should start, even though I have game of the year, like our overall game of the year is the first one, we probably yeah, should end with that. Oh, okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. Then let's go on to, uh, let's start with our Xbox game of the year, our Xbox Gotti. Gotti. Do um, we not want to double up in categories? I think, what do you mean? Like, if we give, like... Can the same game be in like four categories? Because it literally, could. Oh, yeah, like it it. Was, I mean, it could be. So uh, it was not for me. I I think it's probably fine if it is for. I just you. don't know if we want to spread the love or if we just want to. Yeah, it it wasn't for me. Um, and in fact, there was a couple that I had to stretch a little mm-hmm. bit because like I didn't play a lot of PC games this year. Apparently, <laughs> um, you know, it is what it is. But right, right. I, I mean, I don't think it really matters. So I you do you follow your heart, Dylan. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, that doesn't help. Okay. Well, well let's start Adam's with um, my heart says I needed to ask this question, so I knew what to do. Right. <laughs> um, let's start with our Xbox game of the year. Perfect. Why not? Uh, who wants to go first? I will. Okay. Um, I had a very very hard time picking. <laughs> um, I can tell. Yeah, I, I I cheated in quite a few of these. Sorry. Um, I have a tie between the Vanishing of Ethan Carter and uh, Far Cry Five, which are about the most to separate games you could possibly ever choose ever. And you are correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Far Cry 5 was great. I hated the ending, but I loved all the stuff in the middle. Um, How about you? Far Cry 5, but I'll take the ending of Ethan Carter. The ending of <laughs> Ethan Carter is incredibly tragic and sad, so and maybe oh, not. Dear. <laughs> the game, for, Vanishing of Ethan Carter is a beautiful walking sim that's also a little bit spooky um, that I Spooky's really, good. really, really liked. It's uh, it. Is actually a PC game that came out a couple years ago. They remastered it for the Xbox One X, and it's gorgeous, and I loved it. Um, Far Cry 5 is a Far Cry game, and there's lots of shooting things, and then it they're ends fun. with a terrible <laughs> ending about nuclear war. But, hey, they're going to resolve that in, like, a month. Yeah, so, okay. there we go. How about y'all? Uh, so, my Xbox game of the year, we were just talking about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, are you playing that on the Xbox? Oh, yes. Oh, I thought you were playing that on the PC. I am playing... Everything on my Xbox. Aren't you glad we talked to you getting one? Kind of am. Yeah, it's um, just better. Well, it is. It's it just, is. It's just better overall. It's, it is. It's better. like you were saying. If you have a choice of where to play a game because it's everywhere, I'm and you're a console person, play, get it on the Xbox. Yeah. Just because it's going to look best, play best. That's that's it. Obviously, PlayStation's got the bigger it's exclusives, fine. and that's fine. Yeah. So I've got Absolutely them both. Fine. It's whatever. Um, yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Just because I have not been. Aside from the last two weeks, which have been crazy, um, I have not been that sucked in to a game and the story and the twists and the surprises and the randomly generated murder my my daughter's girlfriend author side quests in the middle of the square kind of thing. I've it's so good. It's just so good. The voice acting's great. Everything about it's fantastic. I love it. Love it. Solid twelve. 12 out of 13. 12 out of 10, for sure. Um, and for you? I'm going to make up my rules now and say I'm going to pick exclusive games for the Xbox and PS4 and so on categories. Okay. And then the overall can be whatever. Yeah. Um, 
for Xbox Game of the Year, I'll say Forza Horizon Ooh, 4. Then. Dang. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine that neither one of you, I can't God. believe you would have picked something so different. I that think is my Xbox exclusive game. That game is so beautiful and so amazing and so incredible. And it, yeah. mm, have I you paid, the, the, paid for the DLC at all? No, I need I to. got everything. Oh, did you? So. I haven't really played it recently. I feel kind of bad, but maybe it's about time to... That game's so easy to hop back into, though, and it's so much fun to do. Oh, hold, please. We're getting an announcement over the PA system. Eric Burris, call yep, nobody cares. I'm sure that was important. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. Uh, all right, so that's your game of the year on the Xbox. Solid the Xbox. choice, sir. Um, sea of Thieves? That was, was that, last was year, Was that I really believe. last year? I think. Maybe? That came out last... It was like... came out like April last year. No... Or February, yeah. I want to know when that came out. That game came out March twentieth, twenty eighteen. So apparently, yeah, it, it was, was last this year. year. That would be my yeah, it was last, last year. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty eight. Like, this is the twenty eighteen yeah, yeah, yeah. year. So you don't know how many games. I'm yeah. like, that's gonna be my pick. I'm um, like, oh, that game came out in twenty seventeen. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, SteamWorld Dig two. Apparently, that came out in twenty sixteen. <laughs> that's gonna be my like honorable mention yeah, yeah. for oh, okay. Xbox. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, I wish I wish I could have gotten into that more. All right, moving on to the PlayStation 4 game of the year. Cliff. I barely played any PlayStation games this year. Um, I chose Tetris Effect because I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed God of War, <laughs> which was the only other PlayStation game I played. So, hey. You played another PlayStation game. I you played just like 15 minutes of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I did not like it. Um, I'm sorry for your okay. loss. I, it's like, okay. I think there's a game in there that I like, and I think I just maybe need to be in a better headspace. I, I think I need to really play... Like the first fifteen minutes of it again because I didn't. I don't know what accent you just had when you said fifteen minutes, but it was really cool. Um, but no, so yeah, Tetris Effect is a beautiful, gorgeous, incredible version of Tetris. I want to play it in VR so bad, and I just haven't gotten it. I might just pick it. it up, because I mean... I still have it, so I can just bring it over to your house. Oh, you bought a physical copy? <laughs> no, but oh. I am paying Gamefly for it forever, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Or I could just get it. Also that. It's not, what, it's 20 bucks, 30 bucks. Mm. I think it's 30 bucks. I think it's 40 retail, but it's been on sale cheap yeah. quite a few times. Um, so my PlayStation 4 game of the year, I know it might be a shock, however... God of War. No. Duh. I mean, come on. Boy. They usually call me daddy, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a good choice. Right. Solid yeah, choice. no. I mean, it's it's not that I had a choice. It is a perfect freaking game. It really is. Story, art, action, control, everything. That's my take on it. You can all hot take. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, the, the, the reality is that is your hot take and... 1.7 billion other yeah. people's hot takes. So I really, yeah, I, would I still need it. to talk to these people. Like I really, All 1. 7 I really of them. need to investigate this. Yeah. So I, I bought it so I can finish it. So I, I have my own copy of it now. So oh, do point, it. It's so good. Yeah. Just put it on super easy and blow through it. Not even lying. I think I did. That's I, what I did. <laughs> I don't know. So, so to me, it was so satisfying. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. No, that's good. Runner up for that would definitely be, um, uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 Um, Detroit Become Human. Have you oh, did you play that? I did. I finished it. Um, did you become human? Well, I, that is a that is a. Uh, I think that's kind of up for the player interpretation. Did um, Did you buy the DLC so you could bring the dead android back to life? I don't think so. <laughs> But I'll probably get any DLC for that game. Um, I, I heard know. it was real good. It was really good. Um, there's obviously some things. Anytime I think you're dealing with. I mentioned this previously is like you're dealing with an inevitable inevitable sort of future where 
androids become part of our life. Like I'm sure that is going to happen at some point if we get there. Um, and it's just it, – I think it's hard to imagine what that world coexisting with this like new being. And there's just times where like you're trying to make um, – these people sound like they hate androids right and it's just like we don't have a lot of language that is like derogatory towards androids so it's like there's only so many things they can say so like there's certain rep there's certain repetitive things in the game where they're kind of really beaten in that these people don't like androids and it's like okay we I, get it we get it it's like right so you're, you're beating a dead horse a little bit um but overall the story it tells is very I good did that red dead. um i <laughs> Get this guy out of here. <laughs> uh, but it was overall a very good story. And again, um, with games like Heavy Rain um, that I like, and I think I would probably pick that one over this one um, in the end, but um, it creates times in where you have to make a choice and it is hard. Not many games do that um, where it's like A or B and it actually affects the story moving forward. Like there is a part of that game that I missed like because I didn't do something the right way and there's a gaping hole in what could have happened but the thing is that's not what happened so the ending i got is what happened so um very not often do you get an experience like that where your choices actually impact more than just two or four separate endings of a game um even though that ending might be more powerful because i think there is something to be said about a well-crafted story that you control all the events leading up to the ending and you can give the audience a very satisfactory ending because in the end it doesn't make a difference because you only experience it once so true um, all right moving on well there you go uh up next switch switch's game of the year what do we got i picked uh another two that tied magically mm-hmm. uh yoku's island express which was probably the second best metroidvania i played this year um but the first was from like 2015 um ori uh it's a delightful combination of pinball and metroidvania it's and, real weird yeah and poop, and poop. Yeah. <laughs> um there's actually no real poop in that game you just play a dung beetle so there's poop and inferred it's it's, yeah, it's poop it's on a, your feet it's adjacent anyway like it's on poop adjacent got that game's great though I, I enjoyed that so much it's real short too like you can beat that game in like five or six hours if you're looking for just a fun metroidvania See, i didn't know it was that quick yeah it's it's short um really enjoyable and then the other game i played was pod which is a uh, you can play it single player but don't um play it cooperatively <laughs> go play it with your friend or your siblings or your spouse or whatever because it's it's a play like frankly if you and your spouse play games together do that because it's a just a delightful little story about it's 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 about pod it's it's a love story between a a rock person and a sun person and cute how they can live together forever um in harmonious Music's by Austin Winery, so it's automatically good. Um, it's won all sorts of awards, um, mostly like indie stuff, but it's it's just good. Pod's great, so do that. Nice. Uh, Switch, my game of the year on Switch. Mm. Mm. I'm going to have... Excite bike. Oh, well, duh. Spoilers. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go with Celeste mm. as my game of the year because that's where I played it, was on the Switch, yeah. and I can't... I can't imagine, obviously, that it's bad on any other, any other platform. I'm sure it's the, exactly the same experience. <laughs> Very similar. Yeah. But there's just something about playing, being able to play that particular game, the way it works, the way it moves, the way it feels, the story it's telling yeah. on your Switch. It, it was great. It's free on Xbox this month. Go grab it. Ooh. But if you have a Switch, get it there. Or don't. It's free. It's, uh. So that's that. <laughs> 
Um, and probably Super Smash Bros. Uh, they just they nailed it. They took what uh, what has been building over years and they nailed it on this one. And it's just a great party game. It's great for everyone. Super fun. Um, and then I would give an honorable mention to Dead Cells, mm. which I played on the Switch. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Um, on to the play uh, the PlayStation, the PC. We already did PlayStation. Yeah. I, man, I played so few PC games this year. It's yeah. crazy how few PC games I played this year. Um, I am going to give a tie to Moonlighter, which I did not play a ton of, but really liked. <laughs> Does that? I only played maybe two or three hours of that game, but I really, sure. really, really liked it. I just need to get back to it. Well, if it's the only game you played, then yeah. it's your game of the there year. There you go. Right? Kind of. So. Um, but I, and then I, I also said Dead Cells because I bought yeah. that on the PC, and I really like Dead Cells. Again, though, I only played maybe... Right. I mean, I maybe didn't eight or ten it, hours of that game, but I man, really liked it. Dead Cells mm-hmm. is a game I think about a lot, though. Right, I I thought about it since I've played uh-huh. it. And I, yeah, I it's weird. Yeah. Anyway, both of those are really good. Yeah, PC. So this year on the PC, I played Monster Hunter World. I played Far Cry Five, Dead Cells, um, a number of other games, kind of here and there. I didn't really finish anything. I started yeah. there. That's that's the thing. Like there were so many other big giant games to play on the consoles. Yeah. That uh, I mean, that's realized. I played other games on the yeah. PC, but just, so uh, on uh, on PC, I'm gonna have to probably go with Far Cry Five. It's a good game. It's so. a really good game. I'm very much looking forward to to the uh, the hopefully the conclusion of that. Right. The actual the conclusion of that slash DLC. Whatever. Standalone. It's forty bucks. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm going with on the PC. And good, Dylan. Good choice. Um, I'm gonna go with Artifact. Um, oh, nice. Never played it again. Uh, exclusive to the PC, so I'm going to go with that. Um, I just applaud Richard Garfield and Valve for what they did coming up with a very new game that is very interesting and very cool, and it's just unfortunate that I think it's hard to push a game like that. Like, anytime like, you have a deep strategy game, like, uh, good luck getting it out, yeah. and the price point didn't help. I think it really does need to be free and allow a free option so you get people playing it so they can actually say, Okay, I can put money. I can give you money now. Like I think people would be happy to spend the twenty dollars if they had played the game and found out they like it. But I think that is a barrier of entry. So maybe the player base isn't there. Hopefully, they can do something to rejuvenate that over time with expansions. Maybe making it, making free, it free. Maybe <laughs> doing this or that. Um, I think there's a very solid game there. I really enjoy it. I will. But, I will make a prediction that game is uh, free before March thirtieth. Yeah, it really should be. Like, there's no real reason, and I understand why. Oh yeah, they're not making it free because they didn't want it to they wanted to make it clear that this is not a free to play game because it's ultimately not but in a world where that's just kind of the way things are i think you kind of have to play that game a little bit games on like six thousand active players right right. now but that game goes free they give everyone who bought it a bunch of crap right um and but yeah so i'm i won't I won't it looks super fun. Why, but, like, um, I think it's way above me, but it looks really yeah, fun. It, it is a great game. Um, it's very well designed. I think there's a lot of there's a lot within <laughs> it. There's a lot of depth. Um, I really enjoyed it, but hopefully it can live on into the future um, because it, it doesn't quite have the player base that I think I think a lot of people expected. Yeah. Um, I think how flashy it was at PAX, how much interest was around it. I think you might have expected a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but me, me. Works. 
All right. Um, and our final game of the year section, uh, category not from 2018. So your game of the year not from 2018. What do we got? I think this is where most of my games were from. Right. Uh, I chose Wolfenstein the New Colossus um, because it's not only an absolutely fantastic game, but you also get to like curb stomp Hitler in it. <laughs> um, like literally Hitler, which is... Maybe the best thing I've done this year. So it's digital Hitler. Yeah, in 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 the the in today's climate, getting to just stomp on a Nazi's head is great, satisfying. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Validating. Yeah, um, I didn't play. I don't think I played games. Oh, I bet you this did. year that I can't. I honestly cannot remember <laughs> a game that I played this year that did not come out. You played AC Origins, didn't you? I played AC Origins when it came out. Oh, well, maybe not. So I honestly cannot think of a game that came that I Adam played last year that did not. You played uh, Steam World Dig Two this year, didn't you? Yes, I did. It's so hard to remember. <laughs> the past I did. Twelve months. I That's did why play. I literally have a list. Like yeah. I, I couldn't. Yeah. Oof. That game came out in 2017. I think. Okay, let's go with that. There you go. There we go. That's my Steam World Dig Two. Done and done. And so, it's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna use this as my answer, even though you could argue that it doesn't work. Because I'm gonna pick Magic: The Gathering Arena. It did come out this year, but Magic did not. Fair. And it is literally the same game. They just made it look nice. They made it play well on a computer, and it's awesome. And it really kind of, I think, rejuvenated Magic in a right. way. I think it's gonna introduce it to a new audience and pump some new blood into the game. You know who um, makes the rules for our game of the year list? Us. There you um, go. But it, it's hard to it's hard to say that like playing Magic on a computer is from 2018. It's like yeah, I mean they they made it, it, I understand it's a game, but Magic is from 1994. So right, right, um, works for me. Close enough. So uh, and I was wrong. That's not our final category because we do have our overall right. game of the year category. Yes. Uh, Cliff, my overall game of the year is Red Dead Redemption Two. Surprise. Yep. yep. Um, Same. Dead, oh yeah. yeah. I, it, it might be game of all time. Yeah. It's it's um, it's. It's in my top five, Easy. probably, and my top five makes heavy, heavy use of nostalgia. So. Right, there's games that you remember a lot better, a lot better than they probably are. Yeah, too, it's, um, it's one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah, yeah, mine's God of War. Yeah. Game of the year. It's okay. For me. That's yeah, that was a lackluster finish. Maybe we yeah. should have started <laughs> with it. <laughs> and, and probably yeah. everyone realized it. That's I all mean, right. And we've talked about the game enough. It's not like we have to no. harp on why right. it's... Oh, but we're why, going to. Why it has the best storytelling ever put in a game we're and going why to. the world is so impressive and why everything about it is awesome. You know why that game's so good? I'll tell you why that game's so good. Because there are so many just stupid stories I can tell about that game. Oh, like yeah. Like the dude wandering around looking for his friend Gavin. Like... I don't know if you ever found him. I don't have any idea if you ever found him. And I, that leads nothing to the story, but I loved it yeah. so much. The world was so lived in. Yeah. I think that had a lot to do with it. There were so it. many characters. There were so many stories. There were so many side missions that I just want to think about forever. They're yeah. like, I want to know what happened to all those people. Yeah, and it, it's interesting because you would pass a stranger that was in some sort of distress. And if you didn't do it, you always rode away going, what happened to them? Yeah, yeah. Right. You had that thought. And that, I mean, those are those are experiences that yeah. aren't often. Not knowing games. what happened to like Mr. Black and Mr. White, like right. I want to know what. Like you could make another game funny, on those stories. That is literally yeah. like one of the funniest parts of the yeah. game. It's great. I don't even know. 
they're uh, a couple of convicts that escaped from prison, and it's a black guy named Mr. White and a white guy named Mr. Black. Oh, that's so funny. And they, so they every time you run across them, all they're doing is like, I can't wait to get away from you. I hate you they so hate much. They hate each other rah, so rah, much. Rah, but arguing. But they're, they know that the, the other one is the only chance they have at actually. But I think right. they actually really like each other, too. Like right. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, yeah, it's a brotherhood yeah. thing. It's They hate each other, but they're also each other's best friends. But I guess we, should, have, I guess we so. should stick together for a little bit longer, but I can't wait to get it. It's good. Yeah. It's and really you good. never, there's oh. no resolution to their no, story? I don't think so. It, who knows? I mean, yeah. that's that's the beauty of you that game. Them. Is That's funny. You you get to see snippets of other people's lives, like the uh, the the crazy brothers that are so like cocky about each other oh, that God, they, I love they have you shoot bottles off of their heads. Did you finish that mission? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. There are two brothers that are just at each other's throats trying to trying to win the affections of this woman. And the woman's just like, oh, God, what are you people doing? So and they, they're it trying to show off who is more masculine, masculine by, by allowing you to shoot bottles off of their heads oh, while they're great. jumping or doing oh, crazy erratic things. And It's really good. It's just, it's really good. I mean, I own it, so I'm yeah. obviously going to get back into it. But yeah. It's good. Okay. Um, all right. So there's our game of the year list for uh, 2018. Only two weeks late. We're great. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's I fine. It's late. We're not really late. Yeah. Well, it's right. like I just finished one of those games. Who right. makes the rules? Right at the very end. We do. Yeah. I still haven't finished Red Dead, so whatever. Yeah. You Hopefully just, that doesn't like get real crappy. Well, he says the epilogue. Yeah, which is a, a, it was like a six-hour epilogue. It is important. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. not the game. It, it's kind of a B-side. It's not. It's. You have to play the game. Otherwise, Isn't it kind of what sport. fills in the between stuff. Yeah. But gotcha. All right, so are we going to wrap it up with some cheap free games? Couple. There's not a whole Why lot going not? on, but there's All a little right. bit. So some cheap free games that you can look forward to um, in the Humble Bundle Monthly, or the Humble Monthly Bundle. Bundle Monthly Bundle. So if you subscribe to that at buymepodcast.com slash humble, we'll get a nice nifty little thank yeah. you. Um, and the two games that unlock immediately are Yakuza 0 which I've it's I've heard great things I have about. Too. Um, I've always been interested to play these games. And I never have. And isn't this isn't Yakuza Zero? Isn't that a remake of the first game? I believe it is a, an HD remake of it. Um, I believe these games are actually uh, the reason I have not played them is I think they are a hundred percent subtitled. They are. Yeah, which is not. I guess terrible, but I don't know if it's I turn cool. subtitles on every single game. I do too, but that, I don't know. It's they're in Japanese yeah. with subtitles. I've I'm never not sure been that's a my fan jam. of of watching or playing like completely foreign games because I just I can't quite feel the same way because I'm not. It's the same like the same way you don't want to hear listen to something dubbed either. Like that doesn't make it right, better yeah. because you're still not getting the real performance because I don't know what they're saying when they're saying it. Like sure I can kind of feel and pick up what's going yeah. on, but reading it it just doesn't quite I've heard nothing but great things about it. this. So now that it like I I've held off because I didn't want to buy it, but for free I will very much try this. Mm-hmm. So And see and that's mine the exact exact opposite. If I have the option of turning on the Japanese voice in English subtitles, I will absolutely do, do it, it every time because usually the uh, English acting is so it's terrible. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I would much rather listen to terrible Japanese voice acting because it still sounds way better. Yeah. So that. Um, the other game that unlocks immediately is The Division. Which I love. The OG Division, which if you fun. don't have The Division by now, like... 
Just do this. It's really good. It's really good. How big of a team? Can you only play three player on that, or is it four, four player? Four or five might be fun if if everyone gets that to go in and, and like restart that with a bunch of folks and, yeah. uh, and do a play with themselves. that. It's fun. It's real good. It's a great game. Little little uh, appetizer before the Division Two comes out in a couple months. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, also, so all this does is take me to this page. What happens? Yeah. Here? So. Um, Epic, the Epic Store is giving away a new free game every two weeks. They started out um, with Subnautica, and then they gave away uh, Super Meat Boy. And then starting uh, tomorrow, so January 10th, they will be giving away What Remains of Edith Finch, which is probably one of the best games I played last year. Um, It's a walking sim uh, set actually here. It's set on Orcas Island, Mm -hmm. um, which is an island outside of Seattle. Actually, on the back of a whale. It's floating around as island. It's uh, it's a story of a girl going back to kind of her childhood home and and working through kind of this uh, the mysteries of there. And it is absolutely spectacular. I can't say enough so, about it. I promise so there are rubber ducks. There are rubber ducks. There yep, is. I just a, saw them in the kites. trailer. I have no they're, idea what they're about, but there are rubber ducks. Have you not played uh, it? I haven't played it. No. Oh, God. I'm gonna get it for free Play on the Epic it. Game Store. <laughs> it's dun, dun, really, dun. Or you could have just played the free copy we have. Yeah, I could, um, but I'm gonna get it for free from the Epic Game Store. I do not remember what episode it is, but we actually uh, interviewed Austin. No. I was just trying to Dallas, Dallas something. Um, I don't remember his name. He was the creative director for this game. Yeah. We interviewed him probably back geez, in probably episode 40 or 50. Yeah. Um, it was a really good interview that Adam did with him. Yeah, he's it's a really well cool guy. Worth going back and listening to if you have not done that yet. So. Yeah. But Edith Finch, man, go download this game and play it. It's short, maybe three hours. I yeah, played it in a four. night. I played it in a single three to four. So. It's so good. So good. So good. There's so good. A, I will tell you, there's a scene where you play as Edith Finch's brother that is absolutely heartbreaking, but is probably some of the best some of the best video game I've ever played. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely spectacular. Really Go good. Check it. that out. All right. That's that. That's that. We are done. That's it. Um, yeah, since I have a place to go, I've actually got a few minutes to kill, so I'm not going to rush us out here unless y'all are ready to go. Okay. I got to go home. We're done. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening to us. Find us online, bitemepodcast.com slash humble. If you'd like to support us there, go to patreon.com slash bitemepodcast if you want to support us there. And all the social medias at bitemepodcast. That's B-Y-T-E me podcast. Anything I'm missing? You know, if you don't want to support us in either of those places, like if, if you're one of those people all the time, oh man, I wish I could give you a couple bucks. I just don't have it. Like, that is absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Just tell tell your friends about us. Mm-hmm. Like, share our stuff on Facebook. Comment on our stuff. You know, when we post stuff on Facebook, say, "Hey, I know these guys," and uh, you know that that's a big thing for us. That's that's how other people find us is by you guys telling other gamers you know, like, "Hey, I listen to this podcast. It's pretty good." Totally. Yeah, or invite them to the Discord. Or like, definitely get more people to play games with. Like, that's it's crazy. That's ultimately, like, what this is about. When I logged into the Discord last week, I'm like, "There's like 47 people in here. Yeah. What's happening?" Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really cool. It tends to be more active in the morning just so you know uh it tends to, to kind of die in the afternoon sometimes probably then, because of time zones yeah it's all time I mean, there's zones. a lot of time zones all talking together at yeah. one time so. east coast right. is where almost everyone lives so, yeah. it's so they, real... they start us off at like 5 a.m uh-huh. our time and we're, we're slows, catching up by the time we yeah slows down at about five o'clock eastern <laughs> yeah that's fair but uh, all stuff. right there is all that until then 